Welcome to She Constructs, where we have conversations about women with careers in ICI or residential construction, discussing our amazing roles as women in a male-dominated industry. Our tribe is all about building a community over competition. Good morning, and thank you for joining us today for another episode of She Constructs. I'm here today with Soundarya, and she is actually in India. Welcome. Hi, Paula. How are you? Thank you for having me here. I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. I, we were discussing earlier, I am having a little bit, there it is, camera issue this morning. So enjoy that. But we're going to go ahead and record. So tell me about what it is that your job is right now. Um, so I am doing mul a few multiple things right now. I am a drafting consultant at uh, a Canadian firm, Uyir Engineering. It's an up and coming Canadian firm. Mm -hmm. I am also uh, doing a diploma in interior designing here back in India. And uh, I'm also interning in the same. So kind of handling it all right now. That's awesome. How many years have you been kind of in the construction industry? Almost two. I took a break in between. Mm -hmm. So it comes about two years. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Talk to me about being a woman in the construction field. What is it like to be in the STEM stream? Like, is it is a, the cultural stereotype that I, I may have in my mind correct or is it wrong? Please tell me. Okay. It is ex, uh, as exciting as it is challenging. We have been uh, seeing fewer women uh, than men in the construction field. You can see a larger proportion of women in office-related jobs like design, estimation, and lesser on the field jobs like site engineering. Even the demand for women uh, for site engineering are quite less. They're very rare, to be honest. But for design, estimation, procurement, and every other office jobs, there's, they're on par with men, almost. Mm -hmm. And um, even field work, it's kind of changing now with a rise in freelancing. So I have come across uh, many women architects who execute their projects on field. They handle and manage construction through and through from the design to the execution uh, and handing over. And so, yeah, I find it, uh, I can see it changing. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. That's awesome. What took you to construction? Like what brought you to where you are? It's, it's actually, um, when I, after completing my school, <clears throat> after completing my schooling, the choice, that's a social cultural uh, norm here that every kid has two choices, engineering or medicine. <laughs> and I didn't want medicine, so I chose engineering without even knowing much about it. But then when I explored engineering, I came across civil engineering and I found it very interesting. I was intrigued by it. I wanted to know what went behind construction, constructing a building, what went behind constructing bridges. And it was very interesting for me. And I, I was told that it was a male dominated industry and that was exciting for me. I wanted to give it a try. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that was more fascinating. The, just the fact that buildings are being constructed and I didn't actually think about them before. Uh, 
and now when i knew that i could learn about it i just wanted to learn and know more about it yeah so many of us just kind of wander past those buildings and we never really think about like exactly. the awesomeness behind what actually yeah. puts that all together, right? Yeah. So um, you said that you were excited to, to enter a field that was male dominated. Is that because you wanted to kind of blaze the trail for other women? You wanted to kind of break some barriers, prove people yeah. wrong? <laughs> all of it <laughs> just to do something uh that's out of, apart from the norm you know just to mm. you know have something interesting going on that was that was inspiring what is your typical work day like for you like what kind of things is it that you're working on right now right now uh mornings would go in my classes, my diploma classes. My afternoons would go in my internship. Uh, we would be designing interior spaces. And uh, evenings would go for Uyghur engineering, where we'll be. Uh, so here I am I'm learning more about electrical uh, designing, architecture too. And uh, so yeah, drafting in the evening. A whole mixed bag yeah, of working trips. Out yeah, <laughs> working out the Canadian timings and <laughs> having right. live sessions and stuff. And what is it like for you to work for a Canadian firm while you're living in India? Is it is it really common? Is it struggle? It's is it weird. The technology has made it very easier, uh, to be honest, because everything that we do, we are able to do it only because we have all these platforms. We can just launch a Zoom meeting whenever we need to troubleshoot something. We can have Google Meets and WhatsApp calls. And, you know, there are so many ways we could communicate right now. <laughs> that is, and everybody is working from home anyway. So apart from the timing uh, of it, like, yeah, I would probably start from the evenings. Apart from that, there's not much of a, um, you know, staff difference. Mm -hmm. so it's going good. <laughs> do, you, do you find it? I don't know how to ask this question. Um, tell me kind of the difference between working for a firm in India versus working for a firm here in Canada. The first difference that I uh, noticed was the pay structure. Here in India, we are paid on a monthly basis. There is a monthly package that we um, are being paid. In Canada, in Canada, in a Canadian firm, uh, it's an hourly basis. So that is very interesting for me. And it's actually enabling me to take more responsibility uh, and, you know, uh, value my time more because you have, you are accounted for the time that you're spending on the work that you're doing. And uh, that is really um, different for me from what I have worked so far. And it's quite interesting. I'm learning and it, this is more exciting, <laughs> having that <laughs> accountability for your time and yeah. Okay. That's one major difference. Yeah. So it's kind of like in, for a firm in India, here's what we're going to pay you for the month. Get this done. Mm -hmm. Whereas yeah. here it's like, I'm paying you by the hour. So get the job done. Get this done. <laughs> okay. That's, uh, I don't know how I would like, that's a different kind of concept, I guess, for me. Right. And it's just because we're, I am so used to being, held accountable for all the hours that I work. So yeah, interesting, interesting. <laughs> Tell me about one of your favorite 
workplaces or favorite memories in working in construction? My favorite memory. Mm. There are uh, one of my closest memory that I have uh, that happened recently was my first client meeting. I sat with my clients and had, uh, you know, got their opinions about designing their house and how they wanted it and uh, collaborating with them, asking for their opinions and suggesting my opinions and then doing the design and giving it to them finally and seeing that that is very special to me right now. <laughs> yeah, my first client meeting. What is one of your most uncomfortable or your not favorite memory or situation that you were maybe in? Uh, in the construction firm that I was in before. Mm -hmm. I have, um, there have been instances of uh, verbal sexual abuse, sexual oh. harassment. Yeah, I haven't experienced anything personally, but uh, I have had my close colleagues who have uh, been through it and I've heard them. And not everybody, like not every person does it, but there are mm -hmm. one or two who you have to come across. Yeah, so that's uh, that's a low point. Yeah, that that is a stinky low point for sure. That's a, that's hard. Um, <laughs> do you do, can you tell me about a mentor that you've had, that someone that you've looked up to, someone that has helped you a lot during your course of your career? In the same construction firm that I told you about, uh, there is <laughs> there is uh, a head of the estimation and uh, billing department. His name is Mr. Rajni Kumar. And uh, he has not mentored me directly because I was a project coordinator. So I would just be in communication across all departments. Um, so he, and that's when I, that's when I got to, uh, you know, communicate with him. I wasn't in under him. But his way of leadership has in, has uh, inspired me all along. He is this uh, calm and composed and collected person, and he would just take his team on his on his shoulders across whether they have met their targets, whether they have not met their targets. His team uh, his team is always uh, well managed, and uh, he is he has been inspiring even when I. Uh, go to him asking doubts and questions, trying to learn. He wouldn't, he's the head of the department. He doesn't have to, you know, give me his time. Even though his schedule is all fully packed, he would allocate some time for me and uh, help me grow because I'm there to learn and he would appreciate that. And yeah, he's, he's been an inspiring mentor. I would consider him my mentor. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. And very interesting that that's from the same firm where there's been some situations that have been not so great for other people. Yeah. Um, and uh, was he the like the gentleman that maybe had to deal with those situations or were they just kind of like swept under the rug or did the ladies just leave? Like what kind of happens? Uh, when the situation like that arises? Yeah. Uh, the person I was referring to is kind of on the top management. So no people know about it. They warn fellow uh, women employees about it. You know, we all know. We all, uh, so we're all aware about it. And we kind of know when to, you know, have the distance and not just, uh, you know, 
just be, being aware uh, when you are in the same room with the person, it kind of helps you in a way. So yeah, that happens, but no one's uh, really been able to, you know, raise a voice till now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like acceptance and avoidance. <laughs> <laughs> oh. helping each other out to the extent that you can you know that's that's what happens yeah and I guess sticking together as women helps with that right yeah I always Even feel men, like there are men who know and they also stick with the women they're like yes I know and I'm there for you so oh, wow that's there yeah that is that is very reassuring me right now in this story <laughs> I'm kind of like yeah. <laughs> I know it is right uh, but it's not all bad that though that's like too bad mm -hmm. uh, I've felt comfortable everybody has felt comfortable because that's just that one person uh, others everybody have been really you know good people they they have been for each other supporting one another and the good is heavily outweighing the bad then yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That is good. What piece of advice would you give to a woman that is either entering into engineering or considering engineering or perhaps mm -hmm. currently in engineering and is struggling, like is thinking about leaving or is it because not necessarily the work, but just the situation of, of a male dominated field? What would you tell them? What I would tell them is if as long as there is joy in the job, if it brings you joy and happiness, just keep doing it. Uh, something that I have um, realized in the last few years is that we're all on our on a different journey. We have similarities. We can take inspiration from one another. But we all have our own unique journeys, our own unique paths, and our own unique timelines. So if while we celebrate everybody else's success that's posted all over social media, while we celebrate them, we should acknowledge and remember that our journey is unique to us. So whichever works best for us, as long as the job is giving us joy and uh, the fulfillment, I think we can keep going. I think that's a great piece of advice. <laughs> I really like that. Just as long as like you're happy inside, right? And we, we always have to remember too, not to be constantly comparing ourselves, especially with Instagram. I, I love Instagram and I use Instagram, but at the same time, you always have to remember that you're seeing the best, the highlight reel, right? It's not, I mean, there's share, there's people that share, some low points but for the most part it's definitely a highlight reel so that's yeah. great that's great yeah. even even linkedin and other um, job profiles that we see across we see everybody succeeding but our journey is unique to us and we should just keep remembering that and remember too like each success doesn't have to be huge right? Every little thing is a success. So finishing your course, yeah. finishing your year at school, finishing your whole um, degree or your diploma, finishing, you know, your internship, all of those little steps are huge moments yeah. in little bits of time. So yes. 
Yeah. Well, thank you so much for That's joining me today. Thank you for having me, Paula. It's such a privilege to be here talking to you. I am I am glad to have met you. This is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's been incredible. I'm going to keep in touch with you because I want to check in in a couple of months and see how you're still doing and uh, how it is going with this Canadian firm. So, yeah, sure. Yeah. Great. Thanks so much for coming on. Thank you. You take care. <laughs> bye. Bye bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We would love for you to subscribe and to share with everybody who may be interested in this topic. Please let us know what your thoughts were. Email us or find us on our social feeds to let us know. Have a great day, everyone.